everybody, and welcome to another edition of Megan Fun of Sports. I'm Megan Connolly, joined as always by the beautiful, lovely Megan Gailey. Megan Gailey, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully, and I... I am seeing you, and so I know the listeners want an update on your hair. We you figured it out. You have figured it out. I did. I um, purchased a mini straightener, a little baby guy. A little tiny guy. So my hair is sh- so short. For those of you who can't see, they use like the little buzzer on the bottom of my hair. It is that oh short. But I bought gosh. a mini a straightener. straightener. Um, the burn has healed. I burned Good. to the side of my face, so that and is it healed. it looks so chic, this Ugh. deep part. I'm going to get into um, a topic relating to my hair during Megan's Moron of the Week, but this haircut okay. has brought up a lot of conversations in my life, and, and we have a lot to get to today. We're going to talk all about um, the NBA playoffs, the Celtics and the Warriors, the season. I mean, the series is even at one game apiece. They play tonight in Boston, so we'll get into that. We're going to talk a whole heck of a lot about the NFL Oh, mini camp has started. Mandatory mini camp has started. Some players are there, some players are not. Obviously, the big news in the NFL is Deshaun Watson. We will get to that. And then we will finish things out with some Major League Baseball. But before we get to all that, let's have some, some fun here. I have um, I have a follow-up. Um, last week, the clip we put out on Megan Fun of Sports on the social media was our debate about airplanes. Oh, yes. Yes. Our debate. And Megan, we had... We had very different opinions here. And it seems like the majority of people agree with you. Wow. That I should have given up my seat to this couple. I will say I think the majority of people probably agreed with me because the majority of people like me are selfish and are going, I want to move. So it's not even like, Megan, you shouldn't have done that. But it's like, give me what I want. You know, I think that's where it's coming from and not like you're a dumb bitch, Megan. Well, a lot of people think that I'm an asshole, including our boss, Sal. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, plan in advance. Pick your seat in advance. I didn't have any travel issues this week. Nobody asked for my seat, but I would have said no if they did. I am getting ready to um, travel uh, unexpectedly for the first time. I'm going to have to be leaving my little baby. I have been asked to MC a reproductive rights rally in my hometown of Indianapolis. It's on July, July 9th. If you support women and our right to choose, please come out. It'll be at the Indiana State House. Woo woo. Um, if you want to kill me, please do not come. Um, and so I, and I'm, I'm currently keeping another human alive with breast milk and the flight is long and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to pump on a plane. Like, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> pump on yeah. a plane sounds like the sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Um, but I, I, my pump does have, like, batteries in it. So I could technically be pumping in the air in first class. But I'm like, is that, too, like, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. but, like, how I mean, insane. Kid, where does this rank? Yes, where does that, where does that, like, what would you... What would what would you do if you and I just got this new um, bra that I can like put the pumps in and just have my hands free, you know, so it's like I could have that draped over me. You know, people take their feet off on planes. People assault flight attendants. People are gross. So it's like there's worse things than, you know, a gal just trying to keep her little baby alive. But. What would you do if if you saw a woman pumping on a plane? So I think it really depends who you're seated next to in this yeah. situation. Because if you were seated next to me, I'd be like, look at this boss-ass bitch who's traveling, and she's a mother, and she's got a pump. Like, I don't think I would think as as much of it. But if you're uh-huh. seated next to, like, a six-year-old man, and you're like, well, yeah. time to pump, it might just be a little awkward. Not that you yeah. shouldn't do it, but it, it would be a little awkward. I am going to have to pump somewhere at LAX. You know, it's either LAX or on the plane. Pods. They do? Yeah, at airports they have pods for Okay, um, great. I thought I, I thought I was going to have to go in the smoking area. But <laughs> like, I'm I think like you should this could be a great bit. You should do it in different places and observe the reaction. And just see I am going to for sure have to be pumping at the reproductive rights rally. Yes. Um which is an interesting choice. Um so I'll be in my own little fenced off area pumping um during the pro choice rally. Can't 
can't wait for <laughs> the, the, but it's going to be a lot of yes, queen, go girl. I know that for sure. There you go. I like that. Um, before we get to sports, should we kick it off with more on the week? Do you have anything? Yeah. So I, I think I have to nominate myself. Um, I am currently, sorry, it's so much baby stuff, guys. I don't really have a lot going on. Um, my husband is out of town. He's in Portland. He's up at, if we know the big company that's in Portland, he's up there shooting with a, mm -hmm, shooting with a very, very famous, um, NBA player that we have spoken about on this pod. Um, Can you give it away? Um, we talked about, um, his weight oh, on the pod. I know it is. I know um, so he's up with him. He said he's having a great time. He's super, super nice. Um, so I did have to like, you know, begrudgingly be like, yes, I'll be a single mother for two days. And so, um, he left yesterday morning. I've been just with, uh, with Conrad, with the help of a nanny, okay? I don't mean to make it sound like I'm really a martyr over here. And yesterday morning, I got a onesie stuck on him. I had to cut it off of him with his scissors. And then last night, I took him to dinner. I really pushed it. We went further away. I think I'm almost positive that Cindy Crawford's daughter was where I was having dinner and pointed at Conrad and said, he's so cute. Okay. Um, but he started to fuss at the like tail end of dinner and I pulled out his binky and my friend I was with, she had her dog with her. So Mm -hmm. he had a, a, she, the dog is a she, I do not want to misgender the dog. Um, the dog had a little bowl of food and a bowl of water. And as I was like futzing around trying to get him to stop crying, I dropped his binky in the dog's bowl of water. Did the dog drink the water yet? Oh, yeah. Well, dogs' mouths are apparently cleaner than humans' mouths. They always say that. <laughs> they always say that. But when you see your baby's binky floating in a, in a dog bowl of water, you can't just suck on it. Because the thing is, the way I clean it is what I've seen other parents do, have not researched this. If it, like, falls on the ground or something, you just put it in your mouth and are like... I'll get the germs and then you plop it back in their mouth. But I was like, I'm not willing to put the dog bowl binky in my mouth. So he just screamed and an old woman in a bun scowled at me. Is there anything scarier than an old woman with a bun? No. No. She was mad because it's like, you're old. Your hair is still long enough to have a bun. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, which kind of shit is that? And it's because of society. What we talked about, people are just attracted yes. to long hair, so we are told don't ever cut it. And she had one of those. So then you turn um, into an old lady with a bun. She had one of those like velvet scrunchies, you know. Oh, it's just I like, know exactly. Yeah, what you're yeah. Talking where about. you're like, you're gonna kill me. Um, so Megan's morning of the week is herself. So I think for your second child. I mean, they're just going to be binkies floating in dog bowls. You're going to be like, you're fine. Exactly. 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 But Conrad, we're like, no, not there yet. You deserve better, honey. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a cute dog, too. Like, you should be so lucky to get to kiss Mabel. All right, so my more on the week is also myself. Oh, no. (laughs) There is a writer that I work with. And he calls me because of my haircut. Not just this haircut, the haircut before this, too. Um, he calls me Maga Meg because he says that I look like I should be on Fox News. Because oh my of god, my I have a joke about how I have Fox News hair. <laughs> so, oh my god! So he calls me Maga Meg. He says you look like you should be on Fox News. You're probably a Karen. You you walk into a room and everybody says, "Whose manager is this woman going to talk to?" That's what he says to me all the time. This man is watching my stand up and stealing lines word for word. <laughs> he might be, but anyway. So he says this all to me. And he says that every week we'll be in a conversation with people I might not even know. And I'll walk in and he'll go, Maga Meg, what's up? And I'm like, would you stop? People are going to think that, you know, that's like a real thing. They're not, you know, in on the joke. So anyways, he, um, he sees me, I'm in catering and, um, we sit down he says, Maga Meg, take a seat. And I said, um, I think this new haircut I have makes me look less Maga-y. Yes. Because it's more chic. And he says, are you kidding me? This is like the Megyn Kelly ripoff. It, you look more maga if everything. Yeah, so we're okay. chit-chatting, chit-chatting, and there's this this very wonderful woman who works for our catering department. Her name was Allison. I haven't seen her in a long time. She used to always bring me an oat milk latte. She is wonderful. Oh All of the ladies in our catering department are wonderful. Haven't seen Allison in a while, and we were talking about how the coffee was really shitty, and I said, well, if you ask Allison, she'll make you a latte. So I see this woman walk by, 
um, appears, she looks just like Allison, so I yell out, Allison, Allison, and she doesn't answer, so I said, Allison, she turns around, and I said, are you still doing, like, the, the lattes, like, you know, could you make a latte, we were just talking about it, she goes, my name's Holly, and I was like, <gasps> oh my god, oh my god, so of course, this writer that I work with, who thinks I'm a Karen, is crying yeah. laughing, he's like, yeah. wow, you just fed into your stereotype, so I felt terrible, I apologize, whatever, um, this writer is just dying laughing. And so then later I'm walking out of catering and I accidentally bumped into somebody who had the little tongs. And so I just fit the Karen narrative perfectly in this instance. And I'm yeah. trying to rebound the rest of the day. So the next day I go to Chicago and I'm with my cousin eating dinner and someone starts yelling, Megan, Megan. And so I turn around and I'm like, who's calling my name? And I look and there's two girls from the Northwestern lacrosse team that were there when I was there. And they said, do you remember us? And I said, of course I remember you, Summer. And she goes, it's actually spring. No. And I well, thought, I'm that's just going to go play in traffic on Lakeshore Drive. But that's on her. That's on her. Summer is a common name. Spring is truly only a season. Oh, my um, God. I just... I Honestly, sure. after that mess up, two in a row that were really bad, I just, I was considering either swimming in the Chicago River, which is polluted, or just playing in traffic on Lakeshore Drive. Let's so that's my more another week. Hopefully I don't fuck up anybody else's name. Yesterday I called Sal, um, what did I call him? I, I called him a pheasant and I meant to call him a peasant, so I'm just really on a roll these days. The good news is you host this show with me and we have the same exact name. So I can't fuck that one up. So, you know, we're good there. Eddie, do you have anyone you want to drag yourself, perhaps? Yeah, it's, it is myself. I, <laughs> I was looking, you know, long and hard to find someone else to, to bring up, but I really am the ultimate moron, and I really beefed it. Um, basically, just all last night, all yesterday, uh, I, I've, you know, you guys follow me on, on Twitter, uh, unfortunately, and I'm losing my mind over the Rangers. Oh, right. And uh, I, I would give anything to see them win, and that's my favorite team. And just, it's just brutal. So, um, Jada being a good girlfriend was like, why don't we do something after the game? Not only just to cheer you up, but also because, like, stop being losers. We just sit in every weekday. Like, let's live life. And I was like, that sounds like a plan. So, our best option we thought was going to the comedy store at night. Uh, I could sit in a dark room, watch some comedy, get some laughs, and I'll get my mind completely off it. And, boy, did that backfire because uh, not only did I miss the time to get, um, like, just the regular GA tickets because we were deciding what show, if we could make it in time because we had work to do, whatever. So I had to go buy a booth, which is a little bit pricier, and they sit us to the side of the stage, but uh, decently away from it at the side, but I'm in where the, the lights, that, that, would, yeah, that would hit the, yep, the, I know where this the is comics. Going. And uh, we were in the original room, so it's, it's a little okay. bit smaller, but um, so... Leslie Jones of SNL fame mm. pops in and uh, she does crowd work uh, for quite a bit of time. And I'm, I'm sweating. I already had a little bit of crowd work done to me by another comic right in the beginning, uh, but it was fine. Nothing making fun of me, just like just chatting. She was looking to really destroy people. And uh, luckily for me, she was ripping into Jada and said what she thought was absolutely hilarious. But the problem is now everyone in the room is now facing me. And being honest, I was not sober. Uh, anything but that, just trying to really not be on the planet Earth that night because I was really in a bad mood. And now I have 200 people looking at me or whatever the number is and a famous person just like ripping into oh. me and Jada's relationship. And I was like, why? Why did I agree to this? I should have just sat in my in my closet oh. dark and, and drank or something. So oh, that was boy. as bad as it gets. So I'm a, a total grade A moron. If it makes you feel better, the last comedy show I went to in L.A., Leslie Jones was hitting on my husband and then called my brother-in-law the ugly brother-in-law. So. Oh, my gosh. And then looked at me and goes, you're okay. <laughs> Comics are not well. We're not well. I mean, it's truly the only art form where people do not want to sit close. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a show, people are like, front row, I'll see Beyonce front row. And then a comedy show, it's like, put me seven rows back, please. <laughs> Because we're fucking psychos. Well, at least I, I think all of us, like, I hear these little moron instances we have, and they're all forgivable. You know, like, we're all, Megan's is probably the word. <laughs> I, I just imagine her being like, Allison, I want a latte. <laughs> no, guys, really... it's fucking awful. The catering girl where I work, I have all this fucking makeup on, and I'm calling the girl that I'm asking to make me a latte the wrong fucking name. I look like the biggest asshole. I suck. <laughs> okay, and so then the next yeah. day, fucking summer, her name's spring. God damn it. 
Yeah, okay, so you win. You get the gold medal uh, this week. Um, and I think Eddie and I are tied for second. Um, well, Eddie was being nice there. Like, he bought Jada tickets to a show. Like, that was yeah, nice. I was being nice. I was trying to make my damn baby stop crying. I was just begging some girl to make me a latte, and I fucking called her the wrong name. Okay. Now, you were eating with your cousin because I believe it was someone's wedding, right? Oh, that was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to try and This week was Hell in Chicago. I don't know if Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to try and segue into our um, wedding Oh, but story. I was at a wedding two weeks ago. Okay. And Eddie put this in the rundown, which I'm thrilled about because I almost texted it to our group chat being like, we need to talk about this. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there was a Disney wedding story that went viral. Um, they got a budget from their parents to get married, mm -hmm. which I have thoughts on. And then their budget um, allowed for them to pay for one of two things, either to have <laughs> Mickey and Minnie Mouse present at their wedding, which was held in Twice. Disney World. Twice. Or to feed all of their guests. So yeah. uh, you're going to have a wedding at Disney World. You can't do it without Minnie and Mickey. Who cares about people who are hungry? We're getting Mickey and Minnie to the wedding. They did not feed their guests. Do you have thoughts on this? I absolutely have thoughts <laughs> on this. And like I was one of those people where... I had to get a I had to get a job what like an extra job one summer to be able to pay to go to all these weddings I was in um, post college and it's like I was a stand up so I was having to like you know I worked the weekends so I was not only spending money I was also losing money and and so I would be like you know when I get married I'm not I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want it's gonna be in the middle of the world and it's like that's just not a nice experience like no. you don't want people leaving your wedding going I was put out I feel like they did not consider anyone it's absolutely like quote unquote your day I think we've taken that way too far where it's like don't you want everyone to be there as a celebration of your love and to also leave it with a nice taste in their mouth yeah, literally and figuratively the they're spending their money and their time to come to wherever you decided this wedding is going to be most of them if not all of them are going to give you a gift a gift right you gotta feed your guests yes and the thing is if you were dead set on bridal mickey and minnie then trim the guest list only have your family like there's other areas where you can cut to go food is kind of a necessity now i've I think I've been to weddings that didn't have booze. Um, and it's like, listen, if that's your, like, religious thing, it's, that's not, I, I mean, I'm pissed. But, like, I'm I'm not going to be, like, leaving there ravenous for vodka. It's like you have to provide a, a refreshment, whether that's a lemonade and a damn slider or a meat on a skewer. Cut other places, have Mickey and Minnie come one time instead of two times. Because the thing is, this girl was saying it was her aunt complaining. And it's like, that's like your direct family. Yeah, <laughs> like what do you think the other people are saying? Down? Jesus. Yeah. Um, my other thing that like I just had to point out here, Mickey and Minnie are probably, uh, I don't know, some just random man exactly. or woman. Like, they're right. not real. And the other thing is, right. I know there are certain sectors of the population where Disney adults become a thing. Like you're yes. just an adult who never gives up on Disney. You wear the t-shirts, you wear, you wear the ears, you go to all the parks. And if that's your thing, that's fine, but that's not everybody's thing. Food is a thing Everyone, for yes. everybody. Correct. So we need to feed everybody. And if you want Mickey and Minnie, maybe we throw that in the honeymoon budget and they come to your little door and knock on the door of your honeymoon and give you flowers or something. I don't know, but not Mickey and Minnie aren't for everybody. I thought it was crazy that they were like, our parents supported our decision. And it's like, now I know why you're assholes. Um, because you were raised by crazy people. I just, Disney adults bother me. That's well, you also live in Orlando. I see um, a lot of them at the airport. That's the problem. And and Eddie and I live in Los Angeles. We all live in very pros, pros, we all live in very close proximity to a Disney. And listen, I, CJ and I go to Cars Land and that's California, but you know, like I have, there are, I've had wonderful times at Disney. I love Daisy Duck. I would ride into a fire for Daisy Duck. Okay. <laughs> but like at some point it's at the expense of others. It's like, we got it. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. No, Ugh, it's no feed your guests. Okay. So wedding season is upon us. I have one yeah. in July. I have another one in October. If Mickey and Minnie come up, I'm starting a riot at this wedding. 
Oh yeah, we're invited to three weddings in the fall, and I'm um, really excited because I haven't been to any in so long. Um, and it is, you know, I did have an incredible wedding that was written up in the cut, you know. So I'm, I definitely have a high bar. One of the weddings we're going to, they're using the same wedding planner that we did. So Ooh. I'm excited to be like, what does she do, you know, for? And she's top notch, you know. We she's just great. went to our first wedding post our wedding. Yeah, and we both looked at each other on the way home. And we're like. Ours was a little bit better. I think that's just like how it is. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I I love all Bravo shows. And so there's been like two weddings on, on Bravo recently. And I'm like, my wedding was better than both these weddings on TV. And like, that's not even necessarily a financial thing. It's like, no, the my choices wedding was you very make. Low, low budget. But let me tell you, I gave the DJ very specific instructions mm. and our dance floor was lit. Yeah, that's great. That's yes. great. I, ours was, um. I would not feel comfortable saying how much we spent on it, so. Okay. <laughs> but then the All world right. shut down, so it's like, okay, well, that kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah, we um, we did this thing on a budget, because you know what I did when the world shut down and venues were hurting? I said, let's get married so we can get this thing for a deal. Yeah. So when they were begging. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit of golf before we move on to um, the NBA playoffs, and then we'll get to the NFL um, Tiger Woods will not play in the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. um, and then it looks like many players are exiting the PGA Tour to play in another tour called the Live. So I saw today it was Bryson DeChambeau. It looks like Phil will be involved in that. Um, I, I'm not sure what the list of the other players is. is well, I know Dustin Johnson. It was like the biggest name that is going to the Saudi Tour. Um, yes. And they're paying so much a money. A ton of money. Hang on, I, I just pulled it up. And the Saudi Arabia um, tour is also what got Phil in trouble. Yes. Um, so it months is, ago. So Phil is, is actually joining this tour. It's the Saudi-backed Live Golf. Okay. Um, and what they're they're doing is they're paying players a lot of money. Phil reportedly signed over two hundred million dollars for over wow. two hundred million dollars to play in this tour. Um, and the tour is going to stop at a bunch of different places. So there's a, a stop in Massachusetts, there's a stop in Chicago, there's a stop um, in Saudi, there's a stop in the UK. So so they're going all over. And it's really the, the first time the PGA has a competitor. Competition, so, right. Yes. Yeah, so um, it looks like Sergio Garcia, D- Dustin Johnson, I mentioned him, Phil, all joining <coughs> um, this tour. And I, I don't know, do you have thoughts? But I have thoughts about this picture that emerged of <laughs> Phil Mickelson. We haven't seen him in a long time because he had yeah. some comments to make about Saudi and then just kind of went away. We don't know yes. if he's suspended. If he wasn't suspended, he won't comment on it. But we did see him meet the media and um, this picture came up. Do you have any thoughts about this picture of Phil? I think he looks insane. It seems like they, it's not a suspension that happened, um, but more of like a, when a girl got pregnant in the 50s, they were like, you need to go away for a while, and then we'll let you know when you can come back, basically. And yes. so um, he w- did not play in the Masters. It sort of seemed like, is, is he? And then it was like, oh, no, I don't think they want that. Um, yeah, so the, f- the picture has come out where it did not shock me because this is a very classic golfer look pale forehead, tan cheeks and chin um, because they wear those visors, those hats. And so when you see them, you know, I golf golfers, I am attracted to some golfers. Um, and then when you see them with the hats off and you see sometimes the hairlines um, yes. or this weird tan, you're like, oh, that's not a great that. Never mind. I, I was only bottom eyelashes down. I was attracted to, I guess. Um, Sergio Garcia. I do have a personal experience with him. I was tasked to um, write roast jokes for Sergio Garcia for an Andy Roddick benefit. And um, and Sergio, he's a wild one. I only ever met and talked to him on Zoom. Um, but I, yeah, when, whenever his name pops up, I... I definitely think about some things and who he told us was his favorite comedian. Phil may be listening to this podcast. We do know he loves to gamble. Loves um, gambling. I am, I'm pro Phil. And I know that a lot of people 
Um, golf fans, the PGA have really turned against him. I'm not a part of the PGA. Um, and as I've said on this podcast before, my grandfather, um, founded and ran a tournament on the amateur tour. Phil won it. I met Phil when I was a very young girl. There's pictures of me when I was like six with him. Um, and my, my mom had a friendly relationship with him. Like we're a, we're a pro Phil family. When he finally won his major, I cried. I don't, I know you're showing it to me. No, it's more the eyes. I'm holding up the picture of Phil Mickelson. And this is exactly how you would think someone would emerge out of hiding. And that's what Phil Mickelson was in. He kind of looks like a character from Coco. Um, like the, yeah, it's a little Dia de las Muertas, uh, face going on. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm happy for all of these golfers, and I'm happy that there will be something else. It's a way to build the game. Competition is good, right? I just think this picture of Phil, he looks a little crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I think Phil, too, was like, listen, they definitely killed that journalist, but money's money. Like, that was sort of the sentiment, and it's like, yeah, that's not great. Um, But there are good things going on. Like, they're they're trying to build, build things in Saudi. You know, the place I work for goes to Saudi, and um, and they're, they're just trying to, to push things along. So yeah. I think the initiative could be good. Listen, a lot of, um, a lot of human rights violations all over the world, um, including in our very own country. So are we a glass house? Perhaps. Perhaps we are. Uh, let's talk NBA Finals before we get to more rights issues. Um, tonight, it's the Celtics and the Warriors in Game 3. Uh, these finals have been kind of boring, and I agree with your tweet that you put out the other day. The time in between the games makes me lose interest. It's so Definitely like does. And I, the first game, well, the first quarter was dominated by Steph and the Warriors, and it was a good back-and-forth game. The second game, not no. so much. After, no. the, after halftime, it was all Warriors, and we never looked yeah. back. And I think the first game gave us that, like, this, they could come back from any amount down. And it's like, it, you actually can't, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it made it seem maybe more interesting than it was because the possibility felt like it was there, but it's like, it's not happening. It's way too much time in between games. It I don't understand, especially when it's not a travel day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I know they're having to go cross country, but it's like, Sunday to Wednesday, that's just, you're, it's summer. They could have played yesterday. People have stuff going on. Um, It's not, it does not sustain interest. And this isn't, and this is no offense to your husband. I know these are two big markets. um, And these are two like classic NBA teams, part of like, you know, the original six of what they talk about in like hockey and, and NFL old school teams. But it's like, this just isn't. It's not that star-studded. It's like mm-hmm. the Warriors are like the more famous team. We've seen them in the finals, so it kind of feels fatigue-ridden. We, it, It's just not, it's not great. It's not great. I agree. I agree with everything you said there. I thought the first half of game two was phenomenal, back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. And then when Poole hit the half-court shot, it was mm-hmm. really a dagger to the Celtics, and they never responded when they came out of the locker room. Everyone was bad in the third quarter. And Jason Tatum's not playing like the superstar the Celtics need him to play like. Mm-hmm. Um, but other superstars that aren't playing like superstars, Clay Thompson looks terrible, which is why today I'm taking the under, 19.5 points. Um, but I think this series really is up for grabs. I think it will go 6 or 7, but it might not be the most exciting 6 or 7. Right. Just um, like the I, Heat series with the Celtics. It was just yeah, it was one. like blowout, 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 blowout. It was like flip-flop. I, I think, honestly, the most interesting part about it is, like, will Draymond get thrown out? You know, like, it's like he gets one T, and then you're like, woo, what's going to happen? So, just and just, like, watching his antics um, are entertaining. So, it's like, kind of thank God there's Draymond, because um, yes. there's just a wild card going on. And that's it. That's really, and like, I think I love that Marcus Smart re-dyed the green, you know, like I'm having fun tracking the color of his hair. That's about all I got, though. I'm I watching, but I'm one, not. Did you like when Al went off in game one? Al. Of course, I love Al Horford, okay. and he's fun. Um, it's, but that's just like, and my love for Al is like, he's, you know, he's not like a f- flash, you know, yeah. it's just kind of like. Okay, 
great sound basketball. It doesn't seem like there's like a lot of rivalry. It's just a little lackluster. I agree. And I think the NBA playoffs in general have been lackluster outside of the first and second round. Yeah, which is not how it's supposed to go. No. No. They're supposed to build, and they sort of petered out. Um, who are you taking? I'm probably going to ask you this next week, too. Um, I just think the Warriors have... Um, I just think they have too much shooting to, yeah. to be able to stop. I think the Warriors win it, too. My husband's not home, so I can say that loud. Okay, great. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about the NFL. Okay, we are back, and um, we wanted to get into the new New York Times article that came out this week detailing more in-depth about information that is coming to the surface about Deshaun Watson and all of the sexual misconduct um, accusations against him. So, as you all know, he is currently on the Browns roster. We've been finding out for weeks, sort of, there's new accusers that are coming. We know that he has met with the NFL, and we keep hearing a decision will be made this week. We still have not um, heard how long he's going to be suspended. Also, Baker Mayfield is still on the Browns roster, um, so that leads us to believe it's probably going to be sizable. I think people are speculating a year. Um, This article definitely had a lot more details. and I believe also the claim by the 24th accuser, which um, detailed the really horrific account that she had. And, you know, so we've been talking about this offline. Uh, we are obviously two proud female members of the Extra Points um, network. So we wanted to, you know, give our standpoint. And I appreciate Sal deferring to us and going, what do you guys think. Um, So Megan, when you read this, like, what's your reaction? How do you feel? What, what do you, what would bring you as like a a viewer and a fan and a a former employee piece with this situation? Well, this Deshaun news, it seems like there's new developments every week. Right. So obviously this all started back over a year ago, last March, and he didn't play a snap for the Texans. We know that there's all these accounts that came out. There's several teams who are still interested in him in him the offseason. He signs with the Browns, gets all this guaranteed money. More information comes out. A couple weeks ago, there was the HBO doc, not doc, but the HBO interview, the HBO mm-hmm. piece that they did on this. And then after the HBO piece, we've had more, more, uh, more things come out. Terrible details. There's yes, never, just, and there's no disgusting. detail that goes, oh, okay. Um, it's all bad and it's all bad on his side. Absolutely. And then yesterday it was the New York Times article that really, really did it for me. Um, reading some of the stuff makes you sick to your stomach. Uh, mm-hmm. In a civil suit, the woman filed against Watson last year. She said she was uneasy with his directions to get up in there during a massage. Massage. He ejaculated himself during their second appointment and then asked her for another massage later that day. She at first agreed and then told him she couldn't make it. He eventually blocked her number. It's just disgusting. Yeah, I, so the details for him are damning. I also think this article looks really bad for the Texans. Yes. Um, they provided him with NDAs. Um, and so... To me, that sort of says there's some amount of culpability that they knew something. I have never signed an NDA to get a massage. No. Um, and I I don't know. One thing that's really unsettling is to read the comments um, when stories like this come out. Uh, Deshaun Watson to Johnny Depp to everything. And there's still such a lack of understanding from a wide portion of the population, mostly male, about how sexual assault victims and survivors are, quote-unquote, supposed to act. And so when this 24th um, account came out and people were like, well, how did he how did he ejaculate on her face and her chest? How was she standing so close if she was that uncomfortable? Why didn't she go into the bathroom and scoop any of his semen off? So there's evidence, and it's like that... 
that that's not how people behave mm-hmm. and that's true victim blaming to be like oh if you don't have any evidence of this the evidence is their claim is them saying this is what happened to me and when there's 24 of them um that's that's a massive amount of evidence well and i was Um, just watching nfl today on espn before we started this show and they have some former players in the show and teddy bruski was saying he played in the league for 13 years and he said there was probably five people who he allowed to work on his body throughout his 13-year career because once you have your massage guy, you have acupuncture mm-hmm. guy, you have, and I shouldn't say guy, guy or you gal. You mean guy as once like you have service these person. People, yeah. you, you stick with them because your body it's is your, temple. your work when you're an NFL player. So the fact that he even had this many people 66 working on him that's a red flag number one. There's something more to this than, oh, he was just getting a massage. He couldn't find a good one in Houston. Like, this is predatory. A thousand percent. Um, Sal posed the question to us, like, what would he need to do um, to be able to come back from this? He has claimed zero responsibility in this. He has denied. He has said the quote, I have never disrespected a woman in my life. Um, So step one is to admit fault. Um, I don't think he'll ever do that because that would mean um, a true financial like catastrophe for him. Um, He would need to admit fault. He would need to submit to treatment. He would need a true um, like come to Jesus of like, I am a predator and I need to go to a facility. I need to seek treatment to undo my predatory behavior. Um, and then I think he would need to pay it all, pay it all. Yeah. Uh, you got to pay all these I think he's going to people. get at least a year as it relates to football. Um, there was a while there where I said, I don't think he's going to come back for this, unfortunately, or it, it just, He's going to play football again, whether we like it or not. He's going to. I don't think it will be in the 2022 season. And unfortunately, the way the NFL works, by next year, someone else is going to do something that's probably worse than this, and Deshaun won't be the talk of it. But this is not going away anytime soon. And a year sounds, I think, really long to most people. As we know, his deal was structured with the Browns that he will only lose a million dollars. And it's the back end of that deal. Everything past a year. That is the major, major money. Um, Do you think that the Texans or Browns, I mean, the Browns have contended from day one that they quote unquote, did their due diligence. Well, I don't Um, think anyone's done due diligence well because more stuff comes out every week. Like who are these people paying? They're not paying the right people. I think the Browns honestly owe the public and their fans an explanation to say, who did you talk to? Um, was it just his attorney and the Texans? Then you didn't, then if, if that is the case and, and maybe not necessarily the public, but to the NFL. And I, I would assume the NFL is investigating that as well, the Texans and the Browns to go, what was your interview process? Who did you talk to? And if it did not include any of these victims or any of their attorneys or any um, sexual assault professionals or any um, law enforcement in Texas, then they need to be found at fault and they need to be punished as well. I think the Texans, something will come out about them because there was that moment, it was right when the COVID season ended, and it was like, Deshaun's not going to play for the Texans anymore. He doesn't like who they're hiring in their coach. He has a problem with the owner. He has a problem with all of these people, all these voices who are involved in making decisions. And now looking back, it's like, hmm, I wonder what his problem was. Or was Mm -hmm. the problem that these people in the Texans organization found out about Deshaun's problems and said, we got to get rid of this guy. Well, and there's people that still contend that the Texans um, created all of this to try and tarnish Deshaun to get him off the team. And it's like, this is a team that's had like two winning seasons in the last 10 years. Like if they were masterminds in that way, that wouldn't be the case like I and and I'm not even trying to be like glib or rude it's like I just don't think the Texans organization is that fucking smart to like create some insane sexual assault conspiracy to get Deshaun out of Houston that's just not reality 
I mean, they probably, if anything, wanted to cover it up because he's such a yeah. good football player that they wanted him to be the future of the Texans because it's right. good for business for the Houston Texans football program. I mean, and not it happened, anything outside of that, but the yeah, Texans it ha- football program. It happened on their watch and under their roof, too. Um, so... Yeah, it's all really fucking despicable. Um, The Browns fans I know, I have a lot of Browns fans friends out here. Is that a tongue twister? They have all truly abandoned the team. They're done. That's tough, though. I mean, like, if something like this happened with the White Sox, they're my team. I don't think I would be disgusted and upset, but it is hard to abandon your your team. So I feel bad for Browns fans. And if they want to still cheer for the Browns because that's their identity and their livelihood, I don't judge them because they didn't make this decision. Deshaun Watson made this decision, and their owners made the decision. Jacoby Bursett is um, there as a backup, whether that's to Deshaun or to Baker. And I love Jacoby, former former Colts player, former Walter Patriot. Payton. Yeah, true. Former Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. A really, really good guy. And I just, you know, I, I feel bad if his starting role is under this cloud of absolute disgusting bullshit but you know there is still a team that has to go on two teams technically so yeah it's just really it's gross more details come out every every day and it's just gets more disgusting by the minute and and i honestly think the nfl decision is was maybe made and then kind of keeps getting put on hold because of like it's like the New York Times that's like a real newspaper you know this isn't babe.net well, I think it's good that they keep pushing it back because if it came out two weeks ago I think he might have got six games now I really yeah. think he'll get the whole season yeah he may get so, more hey take your time making the decision take your time let's make I sure hope all they, the facts get out there I hope they make him restructure that deal too yeah they could um, elsewhere in the NFL Aaron Donald one of our favorite players Megan yes. Gailey's son's mm role model. He became the highest paid non-quarterback, signed a three million, a three-year, $95 million deal with the Rams. Are the Rams running it back? I guess. I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool. He was talking before he got this deal, and he was like, look, I don't need to play football anymore. I only want to play for one place. Once you win a championship, it's really, it, you get that feeling of winning, and it's really hard to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he well deserves this $95 million deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of the Rams, head coach Sean McVay got married, I think it was this past weekend, and his wedding cake, maybe it was a groom's cake, was the Lombardi Trophy, and it. he took a bite out of it. <laughs> like a little kid at his first birthday party. Just no, I do have went an up issue to it, with Sean, Sean McVay just a little bit, and I'm not going to let this rant last very long. You weren't here during our post-draft podcast, but the Patriots made a ridiculous first-round pick, this offensive lineman named Cole Strange, who was projected to be in, like, the third round. And this video emerged of Sean McVay laughing at the pick. And now he won a Super Bowl, and he's eating Super Bowl cake. And, you know, he could just laugh at other teams' picks. But it was only a couple years ago, minutes before Super Bowl kickoff, he was, like, drooling over Bill Belichick. and was like, oh, yeah. coach, it's, it's such an honor to meet you. Oh. So, you know what, McVay? I know you got your ring, but don't forget where you came from because I haven't yet either. Okay, Sean. Whoa. Maga Meg's <laughs> coming for you. Um, um, mini camp has opened, um, and so that means there's absences and injuries. So this is mandatory mini camp. Before it was voluntary OTAs. This week it's mandatory. Yes, um, Darius Leonard of um, Colts linebacker fame is, underwent back surgery, to which I asked, did he do his own research on that? Um, notable anti-vaxxer, but gets surgery whenever he needs it. Pretty fucking confusing, go? Darius. Um, elsewhere, Baker's not at minicamp. Yeah, I mean, where is... not going to be po- there. Baker, Devo's where not in the there. world? Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was excused from minicamp. He had a modeling gig. Probably. But we have to look here. Jimmy G and Baker, those are quarterbacks that could still be on the move. Yeah. 
That's very, very true. Um, the Broncos were sold yesterday. Um, and it's so interesting. So it ended up being um, the family that owns Walmart and they bought them for $4.5 billion. But like when you get the alert, I got, I, I have ESPN alerts. And so it said like Broncos bought and it just said like a family name. Isn't it like, I don't know the Walmart family name off the top Isn't of my head. Isn't it Walton? Yeah. It's like Walton Penner or something. And now they own two NFL teams, right? What's the other one? Um, These rich people. It's too much. Like, it's just... Give us a team. They don't need two teams. He owns the Rams, the Nuggets, the Avalanche. What? The Rapids. And now the Broncos. Doesn't at some point that that become... A conflict of interest. I would love to own a team. I really would. You've got the Cameron Diaz haircut in any given Sunday. I think you and I would be great team owners. Four point five billion. I saw someone tweet that NFL ownership is the greatest Ponzi scheme. I mean, it really. It's like we pay. You know, like we're the fan. <laughs> like um, they and make so much money. They get these cities and states to pay for their stadiums. Yes. Yes. So it's like, what do they really pay for? Not, I mean, their employees, the players, the coaches. And they always want more. They always want more. And then they make more with the TV deals and that number's only yeah, going it's up. Really... I think we should put all of our pennies into buying an NFL team as extra points. That's what we should use all of our gambling winnings for. NFL teams, these owners don't, don't pay for that much. They pay for their staff. They're charities. They're... Seems like a great gig. Players. And then they just make more and more and more and more and more and more money. My ring light is falling over. um, Through these TV deals. And that's not going anywhere anytime soon. And And they're not even, like, fun. They're not even, like, nice, fun people. No. I love love Jim Mercer, though. He's fun. (laughs) Mark Davis... You know I love Mark Davis. He's got a great <laughs> haircut, too. I ride hard for Mark Davis. <laughs> and his haircut. It's so funny when non-sports people see him and are like, who the fuck is this? And, I, and I'm and i always like, his father was mean to him. He's a good person. Okay? <laughs> He's like the one billionaire that I'm like, I stick up for him. Um, before we transition to MLB, we want to let you guys know about June. It's a new month, so that means head on over to Extra Points and participate in the prop culture quiz you can win a gold hat i still have not won my gold hat yet but this past month mikey meatballs got 10 out of 10 that's damn perfect score on the prop culture quiz i don't know if you got the extra extra points correct because there is a little extra credit there down at the end i don't know if he got that correct but um congratulations to mikey meatballs who won the may prop culture he gets a gold hat and this Months, I am a little upset because Sal is body shaming our good friend Harry. Well, I'm surprised that um, Harry already got married. <laughs> I mean, that was fast. That's uh, I would have taken the over on days to his wedding when he got engaged, and I would have been very, very wrong. Um, but I'm assuming Harry is okay with this. Um, if you guys want to guess my postpartum weight, I will fucking kill you. Um, and then I want to uh, give a shout out. This hasn't even happened yet, but I got a message from the real Travis Scott. Um, that is the username. That is not, this is not the rapper who may or may not be found guilty in the death of many people. This seems like just a nice um, white man um, who said he's coming to my show on Saturday. Thank you. I look forward to meeting you. Travis, that's so great. Where's your show? Tell the tell the others. Um, it is at Spoke Bicycle Shop in Frogtown in Los Angeles. Frogtown. Yeah, and Where's I may Frogtown? or may not bring my baby. Ooh, who's going to watch it, your baby? I think CJ. I'm going to have okay. CJ come. We just got this like carrier um that he that you sort of like tie him into um mm-hmm. that I think he could um sit there and watch his mom, you know say crazy things are you gonna put the big headphones on him when he goes to this? nope i want him to hear 
I, but I do love those big headphones. And I love, if you've ever seen, um, when they put like the inner tube that goes around the baby's necks and they just float in the pool. I love that <laughs> shit. We don't have one. He can't hold a setup yet. So he doesn't have one. <laughs> they have those for the bathtub too. I know. They're so funny. I love that. Um, okay, so more people go see Megan's show. Major League Baseball's off and running. My White Sox had a huge bounce back win against your Dodgers yesterday. Michael Kopech looked mwah, just fantastic. I was a little nervous there when the two men on in the eighth inning, but the White Sox got it done. The Angels fired Joe Madden after a 12-game losing streak. I love this because I think Joe Madden is the most overrated Major League Baseball <gasps> wow, manager wow, wow, in the wow. history of baseball managers. I'm going to guess that has something to do with the Cubs, um, but a 12-game winning streak when you have Shohei Otani. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. 12-game losing streak when you have Otani and Mike Trout. It's tough. Um, but like it's it's interesting to me when coaches get fired and GMs make those decisions and it's like isn't this kind of your fault too didn't you make the personnel decisions yeah I think baseball managers are like they're the least important in all the sports like a football coach is obviously much more important than a baseball manager um I think all of the coaches basketball coach the NBA they say they do not much but they're much more important than baseball manager but I do think the manager when they're a cancer in the clubhouse, then they really got to go. You think he was a cancer? Joe Why so else would he be had to go? Uh, I don't know. I just think this like man is so overrated. Man. When he was wow. with the Cubs, they were like, oh, he's the Messiah. He's wonderful. Let me tell you something, Cub fans. If that rain delay doesn't happen, you don't win the World Series. Wow. You know whose fault it is? It's Joe Madden's fault. This guy's overrated. Get rid of him. I also think if the Cubs hadn't won the World Series... 2016 election would have been different. I think it set off like a crazy domino effect, butterfly effect. Yeah, so fuck the Cubs. Joe Madden, I'm sure he's going to be fine. But, um, oh, Shohei Otani just captures my heart every time I see him. I love him. I'm trying, is it okay if I get my husband a Shohei Otani like uniform and make him wear it around the house? I don't know if that's appropriate. Like, no, I don't think it is. It seems it seems racist and sexist at the same time, which is really a Venn diagram that I excel in. <laughs> um, Max Scherzer says that his dog bite is a non-story, and Eddie put in our rundown. Does this make the Mount Rushmore of weirdest sports injuries? I think it's up there. Can you think yeah. of any other weirder sports injuries? Um, Plaxico Burris shooting himself in the leg. Yes. Um, I believe it was another Giants player who a firework um, blew part of his finger off. Okay. Um, yes, JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, I do, I remember, um, I guess this isn't an injury, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has since retired, congrats to that, um, showed up to minicamp overweight and he said it was because his family had too many birthdays in may um yeah there's fun ones there's fun ones um there's there's a lot here i pulled up a a list of one blake griffin broke his hand punching a team employee (laughs) my former boss blake griffin geno smith had his jaw broken by his teammate's fist Trevor These Bauer injured his pinky finger while attempting to repair a drone. We all remember I that I thought one. you were going to say his penis. Oh. I, and it's not funny. I'm not laughing. But I, but pinky was, that's just not what I think of when I think of him. Um, Kevin Mitchell allegedly needed emergency dental work on a tooth that was damaged when he tried to eat a microwaved chocolate donut. Paul Pierce probably shit his pants. <laughs> I think a lot of oh, Lamar Jackson shit his pants recently, or you know he said he did. It was on his we way. We all know he did. It was on his way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was the diarrhea run. We all. Yeah. We all know that run. Yeah, we've all had that run, and it's like, it, it honestly would endear me to him if he was just like, yeah, I was about to shit my pants. Oh, the diarrhea run. <laughs> I'm laughing because we felt it. Okay, we're going to close out this show because I don't think we were too heavy. I thought the Deshaun Watson stuff was going to be a bit of a downer. It down, it bums me every time it's talked about because I don't, I just want football to be about football. But unfortunately, in this case, football can't be about football. We have to talk about these things that are terrible, but they're very important because something needs to be done about them. Something that is not terrible and 
or really important, maybe it is important depending on where you rank things, um, there's a new hobby that emerged. And I think a lot of people picked up new hobbies, especially during the pandemic. This hobby was on full display as it played the national anthem at the Oakland A's game. It's a woman with a saw and she's playing the saw as if it is a violin slash fiddle. We're just gonna play a little clip here and then Megan has some thoughts. International musical saw champion who performs throughout the US. She has played with the San Francisco Symphony and the Colorado Symphony and has been featured on the game show I've Got a Secret with her musical song. <laughs> All right, Caroline, take it away. I hope she's related to the Bears, McCaskies. Um, I do have to say I love this. And I know that some people did not like when there was like an electric guitar rendition in game one of the NBA finals from a founding member of Journey. My thoughts on this are the national anthem is stupid. And the fact that we insist on playing it at every single fucking sporting event, it's like, we've heard it so many ways. Let's have some fun with it. Okay. Let's play saws. Let's have electric guitars. Let's do the cup thing. Let's do like, let's expand our horizons to what the national anthem can be. And have stop having such a narrow view this woman has played with a symphony okay she's been on i have a secret this is a <laughs> renowned musician and i want more variation with the musical instruments being used for the for the national anthem i love the creativity because this is an example of we were playing in our garage and had no toys so we started playing with a saw and realized that you could make instrument instrumental noises out of a saw yeah and then it turned into this i think i don't know maybe there's like you go to school and you pick an instrument you pick the saw when i, I think my this is a skill i think this is hard like let's get a harpist out there and i know that's like high 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 level yeah. but it's really yeah i think i think we should be having more fun also, i really do i want to know how the string that she's playing the saw with does not get cut by the saw these are things that we need to ask Caroline when we have her on the show. Yeah, hey, Eddie, look, she you, was so excited. She she had an A's shirt on, A's hat. It's like she's a fan. This is exciting. Does she have <gasps> social media? Megan, I did want to let you know, I know someone who is going to be throwing out the first pitch at a White Sox game, and you are more famous than them. Okay, so, so if we haven't told the listeners that, this yet. My bucket list dream is to one day be able to throw out the first pitch at a White Sox game, and I'm, I'm saying this because I mean it with all peace and love to the White Sox. Not many people care about them. Like, I am one of very few people who care about the White Sox. I know we have Obama in our Obama. corner. We have Chance yeah. the Rapper. But yeah. other than that, the list of famous White Sox fans is very short. And you'd have 81 home games. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if they need somebody, Here she I'm is. a girl. Okay, now we have put it out there. My dream is for my family, my nuclear family, to get to sing the national anthem at a Colts game. And my, so, my dad and, like, one and a half of my brothers are good at singing. So your nuclear family, this would yeah. not be you, CJ, and Conrad. CJ's out. Be... CJ's out. Okay. CJ's out. Conrad's out. Wow. Yep. We're going family feud style. Okay. I mean, I'll hold Conrad, but he Can can't really sing. sing. Mm, no, not really. But I'd, you know. Yeah. And I would let my dad carry it. My dad has a beautiful voice, and as I said, one and a half of my brothers do too. Well, now that you brought this up, I think you guys should come up with something more creative than. Oh, um, absolutely. Singing. You're right. Maybe you You're right. box it. You know what? On first hearing that, you go, five white people beatboxing, not great. Yeah. In Indiana, that's probably a fucking hit, though. I bet. Yeah. You guys got to come up with something. Um, Play play a saw. I don't know. Play a hammer. You know what? My brother's really good on the ukulele, so maybe we could do it sort of like Hawaiian style. Okay. I'm getting my old saxophone back here in a couple weeks. I could let oh. you borrow it. Okay. Amazing. Never played it. I'll blow into it. There you go. 
All right, so we we have we have put this out into the universe. The Gaelic yes. family singing the, the secret anthem. Isn't that what the secret is? You put it out, and it happens. Yeah, isn't that like manifest? I don't fucking know. I get so confused. People have been telling me Mercury's in retrograde, and I don't know yeah. what the fuck that means. And then today, someone was like, "Oh, it's like a, sh- it's like the shadow end." Of- I don't, I, I don't know. The other day, my husband was buying alcohol at the store, and they took his ID. And then the woman goes, "A Libra." He goes, "What? <laughs> You're a Libra." And he's like, um, okay. Someone um, once took my Indiana ID and goes, Mike Tyson. And I go, what? And they go, Mike Tyson. And I go, raped a woman there? And they go, yep. (laughs) Okay. So. All right. Well, we will send you all off listening to our good friend, Carolyn McCaskey on the saw. Please rate, review, subscribe, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Just something I'm workshopping.